Monday, February 14th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, doping on that juju jam. Plus, what's it like to have sex with Jesus? TikTokers are going wild over the newest trend of mucus fishing. And the man who married Joseph Biden's transgender daughter. All this with your voicemails today. Hey, Timmy Boo, this is Sideshow listener Luke Cool calling in. I uh, thought I would have a nice little recording for you. I have a colonoscopy tomorrow and I'm starting the cleanse. So uh, I'd like to hear the pre-cleansing orchestra. Here you go. He's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. Hot Dog and Jumbo will not be seen this morning so that we may bring you the following. Yes, Tim Benson back here with you starting a new week of programs. You just listened to about a minute and a half worth of uh, someone shitting. Really almost venturing into a test of patience territory. That was a lot of uh, hot liquid poo, as Gabrielle Channa might say. A lot of uh, hot liquid poo just went out all at once. That's exactly what she would say. I had a very similar weekend, although I was not preparing for a colonoscopy. I was just uh, shitting my brains out for reasons still unknown. I think it has something to do with peanut butter. I don't know. I got this Amazon deal. It was like two 64-ounce jars of Skippy peanut butter for like five bucks or something. I couldn't pass it up. The problem is I uh, I have a real problem with portion control. And I will eat peanut butter right out of the jar with a spoon. And I think maybe I ate too much. Or it's gone bad. Aren't like Peanut butter is always being recalled for some reason. E. coli or salmonella or something. I should really check to see if there's an active recall on Skippy peanut butter. Because what I experienced this past weekend is something uh, I've never gone through before. I mean, I've had the shits before. I'm a frequent eater of fast food. Diarrhea kind of comes with the territory. Occupational hazard, you know. I was awoken on Thursday, rudely and abruptly out of my slumber by my stomach or lower GI tract or something. All I know is I was cramping and there was like a real pain on the left side of my body, like near my hip. And I don't know anything about the human body or where things are at, how things operate. But in my mind, it was a turd, a hard turd that was sticking out the wrong way and 
pushing into my body. Weird. Like the turd was trying to come out long ways. I figured it's possible. I mean, you know, women who are given birth sometimes have babies that come out the wrong way. This is my struggle. Anyway, I realized I had to go ASAP. There was no waiting. There was no room for negotiation. I ran down the stairs, sat down on the toilet, and exploded. And I was on the toilet for 45 minutes. It was bad. An hour later, I was back on the toilet. I must have went six times on Thursday. Now, I've told you guys in the past that uh, I like that cramping feeling. I like taking shits. It's a, it's a very satisfying endeavor for me. But this is the first time I've ever experienced where, like, you take a shit, it hurts, you're cramping, you get it all out, but your butthole still feels like it needs to poop some more. Or it feels like you got something in your butt or you're being fucked. So I kept trotting back to the toilet thinking I had to shit some more, pushing real hard, probably prolapsing my poor anus, squirting out a little more diarrhea and then wiping. And then it just felt like I had to shit or was in the middle of shitting all day. Also, after you poop four or five times in a single day, your your hole becomes very sensitive. It's uh, It's like on fire. So wiping was a problem. I've now spent almost five minutes talking to you about my bowel movement. This continued on through Friday. Ultimately, that's why there was no show. As I said in the introduction, I mean, I felt kind of fine otherwise, but having an asshole that was on fire and sensitive to the touch and constantly needing to poop, it uh, it really takes it out of you. It's, It's draining. I wouldn't say my bowel movements are at 100%, but I'm on the mend. While I was sitting around waiting for my next shit, I downloaded that uh, that new free game on Steam that everyone's playing called Lost Ark, and it's a lot of fun. I don't know if any of you guys play, but we should start a guild or whatever. I uh, Here's the problem. I've got a few problems with this game, though. One, I like to play, like, uh, magic characters. Because, you know, mages are all sort of flowy They shoot sparkles out of their hands right up my gay alley. The issue with this game is if you want to be like a wizard or a mage type character, you have to be female. I have no idea why. All the other classes of characters, like warriors and shit, you can be male or female. But if you want to practice magic, you got to be a sorceress, which is fine. I'm slutting it up. It is kind of interesting, like... You can change your skin tone. You can be like a black sorceress with dreads or like those little Afro poofs, but you can't be a man. I demand equality. This is what the men's rights movement should be focused on right now. Anyway, my second issue, I think, is more of a problem with RPGs in general. I don't play a lot of these things. I played World of Warcraft for a very short period in 2008, and I've tried a few others. I don't have the patience for that. I'm a very busy person. I'm famous. I don't have fucking 14 hours a day to be sinking into these games. Pooping takes up most of my days lately. Anyway, these developers really need to work on uh, the the questing aspect because a lot of quests are lame. You've got like the main storyline and those are like, go to the dungeon and defeat the Cyclops demon spider and bring me his eye. Only then will the plague of the land be lifted. Save us, traveler. Or whatever. And then so you go and you you defeat the demon spider. It's an epic battle. You bring this eye back to the uh, the king. 
you get your reward and your experience points. That's all well. And then there's that little exclamation point over his head again. And you're like, oh, another mission. Time to suit up and fight some more evil beings from hell. But uh, he's like, hey, my wife wants to bake some apple pies. Can you go collect some apples out in the orchard? These are the fucking side quests you get in these games. I'm the savior of the land. My wheelbarrow broke. Can you go get some wood to make a handle? I'll pay you handsomely. Then you're like, okay, so you go chop down a tree or something. You bring the wood to the guy. You complete this mission and he's like, oh, go see Jordan down the street for payment. So the quest isn't over yet. You got to then talk to, like, this is another mini quest. And the quest is just walking down the street to talk to the next guy. Why does Jordan take care of all your finances? Is Jordan aware that he's going to be paying me for your fucking broken wheelbarrow situation? These games are so weird. Don't believe me? Next time you have a broken pipe, right, in the bathroom, water spraying everywhere, and you call a plumber, when he's done repairing the sink, pay him for his time and then say, I've got another job for you. My wife has lost her diary. She thinks she may have left a page in the tavern. Go and find that page of the journal and fetch it for us and bring it back. I'm sure the plumber is going to be like, what? Would I be getting paid for this job? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not by me. For payment, you're going to need to see Carl three doors down. He's in the brick house with the orange Volvo parked out front. If I was the plumber, I'd be like, and what does Carl have to do with your wife's journal? Why is he paying me? Don't ask questions. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the first person to have this thought that side quests are stupid. Just something I noticed after being away for a long time and then, you know, starting to play another RPG. Well, nothing has changed. The side stories are so stupid. They, these villagers do not value my time. The world is ending, collapsing. There's a great evil that has descended upon the land. You know, time is kind of of the essence here. I got shit to do. I can't be collecting juju berries for your wife's mason jar or whatever. She's getting into canning. She could really use your help. Complete this quest and I'll give you some juju jam. Like, what the fuck does juju jam give me? Oh, if you eat it, you'll run faster for 15 seconds. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that juju jam. Bunch of Olympic runners got busted for doping on the stuff. They call it juju jamming. It's a performance drug. With a dark side, spontaneous heart attacks, strokes. Is it worth shaving off 0.3 seconds on your lap? Some runners say yes. They're gambling with their lives. Juju jamming tonight on Dateline NBC. Sorry, I'm getting way off track here. I just wanted to tell you how my weekend went. Not well. Sums it up nicely. All right, listen, I've got a bunch of great audio to share with you today. First up, the return of one of my favorite Utards, Thursday Lane, baby. It's been a while since we featured Thursday Lane, so maybe it's time for a refresher. Thursday is a young black male who loves the idea of smelling white guy farts. Look at the deal saying why I'm looking for white men. Why I like white men more to it than y'all have a cream flavored taste with a chicken cream, buffalo cream taste, and a um, barbecue cream taste, and a um, beef cream, and a chicken cream, and a and uh, um, silver trout cream. I think that pretty much sums it up. Crystal clear, if you ask me. If you're a little slow, let me spell it out for you. Uh, <laughs> Thursday Lane likes the idea of white guys farting in his face. Now, blonde guys are considered chicken cream. 
dark-haired guys are beef cream and a gray or silver-haired guy, those that's like trout cream. It's all based on the, the color of the hair, I guess. I just like that man smell because that cream smell y'all got is just so rich and it's addictive. The rich cream smell. Ever since I've been licking y'all ass, ever since I've been smelling y'all farts for a long time, I've been addicted to it. There's nobody in the planet but y'all that can kind of answer me and give me what I give me what I need to smell y'all farts. Like I said, when it comes to a white man's farts, there's nobody in the world that gives me what y'all need. Give me what I need. Give me what I need. I need y'all farts. Okay. That's why. That's Thursday Lane. I don't think we've ever played that clip before. He really goes into some detail there. Give me what I need. I feel the need. The need for ass breeze. Anyway, that video was posted back in 2017. We haven't played a lot of Thursday recently, mainly because he hasn't been talking about farts anymore. It's the only thing I'm interested in. Although uh, this most recent video, which was just posted uh, a couple days ago, Thursday seems to be advocating for some sort of gay male moment. I don't know what that Good means. Morning, everybody. I'm taking a stand. I love it when Thursday gets political. Yes, take a stand. And I'm sick of y'all ladies, y'all bisexual women saying we're weird. I think he's trying to argue that uh, in society, it's okay to be a bisexual woman, but it's not okay to be a bisexual or gay male. First of all, why is it okay for everybody to say it's cool to see two ladies? And But like I said, nobody never put y'all down when y'all use dildos. Okay. And? Everybody assume a bisexual man, we all are about big dicks and do, put up each other's butts. Well, it's not all you're about, but... It's a good portion of what you're about. Y'all don't go after, y'all don't go after pedophiles. Y'all don't go after people that have fears. You don't go after rapists. I feel like uh, we do kind of go after pedophiles and rapists. Those are those are pretty widely condemned people. Y'all treat gay male, bisexual males like we're the biggest trash on earth. Yeah, he really wants to be a victim here, huh? I'm tired of everybody trashing bisexual gay male. We need a movement. And I'm here to make a movement as a as a as a gay male. Mm-hmm. Bisexual males matter. Gay males matter. We're humans. Stephen Asante, do you want to take this one? I'm a human being. I don't know why Thursday is so worked up. I'm guessing maybe he read some negative comments on his YouTube videos, and he's thinking people are being mean to him because he's gay. When in reality. It's because he believes farts smell different based on the hair color of the man blowing out the flatulence. And that's a little weird. While we are checking in with Utards, maybe we should see what Gail Cord Schuler is up to, also known as Gabrielle Channa. She operates a church in her own mind. Also in her own mind, she's in a relationship with Brent Spiner, Data from Star Trek The Next Generation. I shit you not. This is some real mental illness we're dealing with. She is a very nice person, it seems, though. Oh, Brent Spiner isn't the only one she's in a relationship with, I guess. See, all fear and doubt come from Satan. Okay. So, yeah. Fortunately, we caught it within a half an hour after Satan impregnated me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? I feel like maybe I started this video too late. Let me just rewind. Gail, explain yourself, please. Let me tell you what happened. Yes. While Jesus was making love to me. Okay. And my right leg started hurting. What actually was happening was that Jesus was getting so excited. He confessed this when he talked to us that 
he at, he got too excited and he couldn't control himself and that's why he said what caused your leg to go into spasms and he says this is embarrassing to admit he said gail but when i get in my sex mode i am flawed even jesus has performance issues doesn't that make you guys feel a little better i'm not in the same as in my god mode and he said i just got too excited and i thought oh and he said another thing he said i would never impregnate you and I would never tell you to keep anything secret from your men, ever. Ladies, how many times have you heard those lines before? Come on, I don't like condoms. You can't feel anything. I promise I won't impregnate you. I will never impregnate you. I'm real good at timing it. I love the idea of Jesus say, saying sex mode. All right, baby. I'm turning savior mode off and sex mode on. He said, whenever somebody comes across like that, you know it is Satan. And he also said, if you're not feeling good about something, it's probably from Satan. Yeah, Gail and Mead Skelton share a lot of the same beliefs. Like anything uh, bad that happens to you, that's obviously the work of Satan or a demon. I got COVID, even though that's not real, but I think it was the work of Satan. He said those things come from Satan. See, all fear and doubt come from Satan. Yeah. So. Don't forget the sexy succubus. Yeah. Fortunately, we caught it within a half an hour after Satan impregnated me because I basically just let him make love to me to try to make up for. He's been trying to kiss me and do stuff brain to brain and I keep shoving him away because he's a real tacky lover. What do you think of Jesus as a lover? Because he was making your left legs hurt. It sounds like he's a tacky lover. He's very passionate, very passionate, um, intense, very passionate, intense, and- um, Oddly into armpits smelling, licking, anything to do with armpits. Jesus was really into that. All right, we need to move on. But any last uh, little pieces of trivia or information uh, regarding Jesus as a lover? He's very, very passionate. Like, right. I turn him on so much, he'll have about 85,000 uh, climaxes in a day. They come split second apart, like milliseconds apart. <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with. Oh, the burden of it all. Well, I guess congratulations are in order. Gabrielle Chenna is in a relationship with Jesus. I didn't think she could ever do any better than uh, Brent Spiner. I mean, that's a pretty good get. I wonder how Data feels about uh, Gabrielle now dating Jesus. I'll wait for an upcoming video, I guess. Moving on, I've got a clip here of two Floridians fighting. This is a showdown at a parking lot. I don't really know what's going on. The person filming is in her car. Another woman gets out of her vehicle that is uh, in the parking lot. She comes around to the driver's side window and smacks the phone out of the girl filming. You're gonna, you're gonna come up to my car? You know what, you need to fucking relax with your little attitude. This has to be over a parking spot, right? Well, now the girl who was filming is getting out of her car and uh, going to confront this lady. You just fucking assaulted me. Oh. You just assaulted me. You just assaulted me. You took my phone. Shut the fuck you up. You just assaulted You're me. You're a little fucking bitch. No, you just assaulted me. Oh, I assaulted you. Oh. <laughs> she does do a pretty good impression of that girl. You just assaulted me. You literally snatched my phone from me. Are you your fucking attitude? Are you kidding me? You driving a G-Wagon and you act like this? This is how the rich act? This is how the rich act? I love that her phone was smacked out of her hand all because of her attitude. I have your license plate, you fucking idiot. Well, the woman is back in her G-Wagon and she's trying to back up and run over this girl. 
No, hit me. Bro, can get someone, in your car and grow up. Can someone call the cops? For like, what? can someone call the Like, what, what the you fuck? Fucking attitude Again, we don't know what caused all of this. The video literally starts with a woman uh, walking over to this girl's car and smacking the phone out of her hand. Yet, somehow, I'm kind of on that woman's side. And I think it has to do with the voice. It's that cunty, shrieking, 20-year-old girl voice. You're the one in the fucking G-Wagon! I mean, something had to have uh, ignited this fight, yet it's still ultimately over nothing. And nothing gets resolved, by the way. These And these fights never come to a satisfying ending, you know? You snatched my phone through my finger! You're on me without permission! You literally walked up to my car and yeah. snatched my yeah. phone, you fucking Oh, that voice kills me. Yeah, there's no satisfying ending, either for us, the viewer, or any of the parties involved. It's not just a Florida thing, either. I've got another clip here of an altercation at a Wendy's drive-thru. A 44-year-old woman gets out of her car and blocks a woman from uh, proceeding in the drive-thru lane. She can't pull up and get her food. All because uh, the person who's blocking says, while they were both on the highway... The lady in the car here cut her off, or she didn't signal when she was switching lanes. Now, I get it. There are a lot of shitty drivers out there. You honk your horn, you give them the finger. That's all you can really safely do. You start following people to Wendy's and uh, getting out of your car and shouting at them. That's how you get shot, especially in California. And that's exactly what we have here. Wait till you hear her fucking voice. Yeah, pardon me. Are you aware? Pardon me. Pardon me at a Wendy's drive-thru. Yeah, pardon me. Are you aware you almost ran me off the road? Oh. You almost ran me off the road on I-10. Were you paying any attention? You, I was in the fast lane. You forced me into the gravel section. You! You almost killed me. Yeah, you need to leave. You have lost your food privileges for the day. It's like, what, are you her mom or something? Go home and think about what you did. You don't need a Baconator. You need a driving course. You almost ran me off the road on I-10. Just now. Just like 10 minutes ago. You don't remember, huh? You didn't even see me? Now, you don't hear a lot from the woman in the car. She's rather stunned. Her, her mouth is open like, what the fuck is happening here? You almost ran into me. That was not a safe... That was a safe change. What's your driving record? Been in many accidents? Really? I mean, that really should be the end of the conversation or altercation. I mean, what else really can you do? All right. This woman cut you off. No one got hurt. There wasn't an accident. You don't like the way she drove. Okay. You you let her know. That should be it. Somehow this goes on for another two minutes. Do you live here? Well, you'll be seeing more of me. And I will be reporting you to the CHP and Riverside County Sheriff. I'm not impressed. Yeah, you almost killed me. I'm not impressed. Oh, what a cunt, right? So, why don't you get out of here? You can't get your food this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I told you. She decided this woman is not allowed to get her food. Why don't you just try and run me over? Because you just did. You didn't even see me. I love my life. I'm pro-life. I care about myself <laughs> and my family. And you almost killed me. Yeah, the pro-life thing is a big clue here. And you're going to get an even bigger one in a second. That's worse that you're that dumb. Are you like vaccine injured or something? Like, what's the deal? Now the woman in the car is starting to piece everything together. Pro-life, vaccine injured. Who uses terminology like that? 
Oh, I'm conservative, sure. You're a crazy libtard? Yeah. No, I don't, actually. Call the police. Why don't you call the sheriff? It's interesting that she wants to take that route, where it's like, call the police, I dare you, because I look this bitch up. While this is not her standard type of video, you could probably guess what she does normally post. Oh, I can't wear one. I have a medical condition. If I were in a wheelchair, would you discriminate against me? As a matter of fact, we would. May I direct your attention to that rather large, no crips allowed sign we have posted on the window? Did you not see that? Yes, this is the same woman. She visits stores and complains about masks. Don't wear a mask. I'm a free American. Thank you. Thank you. I have, I have a feeling she's not going to be impressed with this store. Well, I'm sorry to inform you that you're incorrect. And I actually do have a medical condition and I have every right to be here. So maybe you should call the police and tell them that you're breaking the law. That's practicing medicine without a license. You're not a doctor, and a mask is a medical intervention. Yeah, she does that thing, intervention. No, you need to be aware of that. I didn't wake up in North Korea this morning. I woke up in America, and here we have rights. This is a God-given right to breathe. God-given. Nobody takes it or grants it. I'm sorry for you that you're so ignorant. <laughs> I'm very sorry for you. Well, she does that same thing where she's like, call the cops, call the cops. But this time they did call the cops. And uh, well, I mean, you know how this all plays out, right? Actually, under the law of public accommodation, they don't. Maybe yeah. if we were in North Korea, but we're in America. Yeah. This is a, they have the right to refuse service. Let's go ahead and put your items down and we'll go outside and talk. Okay? Sure. I mean, I just want to be known that they are discriminating against a healthy American. You said you had a medical condition. That's why you can't wear the mask. Are you a liar? Yeah, I mean, she makes a big stink, but in the end, she does get kicked out of the store. And on the way out, she makes a very unfortunate comparison. If it was the 50s and I was black being discriminated, this is what it is. Yep, well, she understands the struggle of the black man. Yet I have a sneaking suspicion you will not find a Black Lives Matter yard sign out front of her house. By the way, I have to mention this. Uh... This store really needs to fucking oil their doors. I think that's what that squeaking is that you hear a lot. And you'll hear again in just a second. Ah! Okay, I'll just follow up then. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Yeah, I appreciate you um, just completely subverting the Constitution. Like, you must be really proud of yourself. Still collecting a paycheck, I'm sure, and getting paid overtime is great. Nope, like, I'm you not. must really Thank sleep you. well at night. Appreciate your time yeah. You sure and get all your boosters so that you can vacate the planet sooner than later. Okay, have a great day. Mm hmm. Yeah. A mask is nothing more than an ascent to a demonic cult. It's Satanism. And you know it, and I know it, and... I gotta be honest with you, I did not know that. I'm learning so much today, though. And what comes after the 1A? What's the, what's the Second Amendment again? Yeah. That's what's coming. That sounds like a threat. Looking forward to that. Mm. Mm. What's worse than issuing a threat? Issuing a threat and no one taking you seriously. Like, the cops are just driving away. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah, grab your guns, whatever. Sounds good. Later, Christina. By the way, you want to know what store this woman went into to complain and bitch and cause a scene? It was a thrift shop. A hospice thrift shop. You know, where like, all the profits go towards providing end-of-life care when you got, like, terminal fucking cancer or something. 
That's where she decided to make her scene, take her stand, and ultimately just get kicked out of the store. It was a noble battle. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Uh, the Sideshow is DB's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week we do brand new exclusive shows. Tomorrow will be a Sideshow exclusive podcast and then uh, we'll do another one on Thursday. There are more ways than ever to consume Sideshow content. Uh, of course, we've got superfreaksideshow.com. You can sign up, uh, use all major credit cards, and PayPal over there. Starts at $6.99 a month. If you use Apple Podcasts, you can sign up right through the Apple Podcast app, and you can see we're slowly but surely uh, adding past archives over there. Spotify, if you're a Spotify user, you can sign up and uh, grab exclusive shows right in the Spotify app. Uh, again, very simple. If you like Distorted View Daily, this is the best way to support the program. Thank you to all of my Sideshow members. Uh, other ways to support the show, we do have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And if you pledge uh, at least $20, which I know is a lot, but some people do pledge it. And uh, actually, quite a few people do. And occasionally, I will send out DV merchandise to those people. We'll be doing that again this month. So uh, if you're interested, check out patreon.com slash distorted view. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, mucus fishing. It's what the kids are up to. They're disgusting and dumb. Yes, it's the latest TikTok trend. Do you even want to know what the hell I'm talking about? Mucus fishing is the latest gross out TikTok trend in which users force out gunk from their irritated eyes using q-tips or sometimes just their fingers whatever why because i guess some people like to see goop being pulled out of eye holes what <laughs> is this a real news story it can be detrimental to one's optical and mental health doctors warn let's pause right there for a second who the fuck has gunk in their eye like, we're not talking about, like, eye boogers on, on the corner of your eye or something when you wake up. Like, shit in your eyeball. Goop. Wads of sludge. What the fuck? What, what's happening to people? I've never pulled anything out of my eye. I mean, maybe an eyelash has gotten in there? Eye picking can lead to mucus fishing syndrome. I, I refuse to believe either of those things are real. Eye picking is not a thing. Mucus fishing syndrome now. Uh, that is characterized by what happens when someone repeatedly yanks normal healthy fluid out of their eyes. Yeah, they got all the bad stuff, all the grime, but they're so addicted to sticking their finger in their eyes and pulling stuff out, they just pinch out fluids. I, I am so confused. I, I, how can you pull out fluid? Quote, the mucus also contains a number of substances that protect the eye from infections with bacteria, fungi, and viruses. That's according to Cleveland Clinic ophthalmologist Ronnie Say. Saya. Say something. Uh, what most people don't know, Ronnie says, is that regular tears aren't enough to keep eyeballs sufficiently lubricated. Introducing the new newest TikTok trend, it's called the Istroglide Challenge where you pour a bottle of Astroglide in your eyeball to lubricate it. You know, after eye picking. 
or mucus fishing or whatever. Yeah, reaching into one's eyeball is generally not a good idea, according to the ophthalmologist. The repeated trauma with fingers and fingernails, you know, uh, that have not been washed could potentially lead to an eye infection, which is actually probably a good thing, right? Because the eye infection will lead to more gunk in the eye, more mucus, stuff to pull out. Teenagers are trying to get eye infections. This Valentine's Day, get your lover something they really want. Pink eye. It, it does not cost a lot. This has been Distorted Views. Gifts on a budget. Ding. Yeah, the ophthalmologist said the repeated trauma with fingers that have not been washed could potentially lead to eye infections. Scarring the surface of the eye or inner side of the eyelid can also occur. Just like, uh, you know, scratching a rash or picking out a scab, pulling out eye mucus will only make the eyes more watery as they try to compensate. Quote, I highly recommend not trying this hack. It's not a hack. As the more mucus you pull from your eyes, the more it reappears. That's according to Anthony Yoon, a plastic surgeon. It's not just bad for ocular health. Experts warn watching a lot of people do the mucus fishing uh, potentially damages viewers' mental health. That's according to clinical psychology director Jordan V. Lee. He said uh, mucus fishing has a shared characteristic with OCD and is often connected with parts of the brain that deal with automated behavior not governed by thinking or even anxious reactions. Once a behavioral problem has been initiated, in the instance of a TikTok-induced mucus fishing syndrome, possibly through copying in a fad, a habit pathway is quickly formed in the brain. Mucus fishing syndrome can become mood-altering and even affect social skills. Well, no one's going to want to be around you as you're pulling out eye mucus. As for mood-altering, it's kind of like anal breathing, I think. Beware. Vibrating directly on the rosebud often produces altered states of consciousness. And you just enjoyed being. And you certainly enjoyed your asshole. Take your time. This is a journey with us. Sometimes we are too serious about anal massage. Have fun. Anal gymnastics. Look, I can barely stomach mucus fishing. I'm not in the right state of mind to even begin to deal with anal gymnastics. Although, if that was one of the sports in the Olympics, maybe I would watch. I'm sorry, it's just, it just sounds more interesting than curling. I do have a video about uh, eye mucus and, and mucus fishing. I think this is from, uh, you know, an eye doctor, and uh, she's she's playing video of one of her patients. This is a staff member of mine who suffers... Oh, a staff member, okay. ...of mine who suffers from a condition called mucus fishing syndrome. Basically, she has stringy discharge that she removes from her eyes on a daily basis. The more that you pull the discharge, the more that it's going to develop. Best thing to do is leave it alone, and it will eventually fade away. Oh, yeah, it's so weird to see that being pulled out of the corner of your eye. Uh, Listen, I will try to take a screenshot of this and make it a chapter artwork right now, and also the featured image over there at superfreaksideshow.com and distortedview.com so you can see what mucus fishing looks like. Just It looks like a hair being pulled out of an eyeball, really. All right, second story we have for you to jump. Another story involving body parts that is just kind of weird. An actor with a foot fetish who ordered his girlfriend to wear socks at all times. All times. Like, even in the shower. Even when she's taking a bath, she's got to be wearing those socks. Well, he's been jailed. I'm not exactly sure what crime has been committed here. 
Let's read on. Gavin Ailes, 37, uh, made her ask his permission if she wanted to take a shower or to choose what clothes to wear. After their relationship ended, he stalked her. Okay, well, now I can understand why he's going to jail. It's not so much about the foot fetish thing as it is about the 128 phone calls he made to her. He also hid in a cupboard in her home. Normal behavior. Isles, who was featured in the Disney movie Muppets 2 and also Harry Hill the movie, moved in with the victim from Lydney over there in the UK after they met on social media in March of 2019. It was a whirlwind romance. He became jealous of her seeing friends and family, branded her stupid and uneducated, really tried to tear her down. Isles made her indulge in certain fetishes. I would like more specifics on that. And would threaten to kill himself if she ended the relationship. Please note he is still alive, even though the relationship has ended. She really called his bluff on that one. He repeatedly pulled her hair if she displeased him. That like part of the fetish thing? Uh, and insisted that, that uh, she always wears socks and not expose her feet, except when directed by him. I'm guessing uh, it's because he wanted to keep her feet all warm and sweaty, keep the juices in there so it gets real stinky. Totally disgusting. Isles of Chippenham, Wiltshire, admi- uh, admitted controlling and coercive behavior and stalking, was jailed for two years and eight months and given a 10-year restraining order. Detective Inspector Angela Middlewood said his despicable actions caused significant distress and harm to the victim. Final story we have for you today. I'm not sure if this is a DV update or not, but uh, do you remember us talking about Trey Burke? He's a QAnon fanatic from Seville Township in Michigan. He was charged with open murder as opposed to more of a reserved or bashful murder. I honestly don't know what open murder is. Does it mean like he wanted everyone to know that he was that he murdered someone? Like, yeah, I did that. Most people don't want to be caught, but he was uh, was pretty proud of this. All right. So, yes, he was charged with an open murder and uh, also felony firearms in the January 27th, 2021 shooting death of his wife, Jessica Burke. I mean, any murder is ballsy, but like when you live with someone, there's not much of a challenge there. It's kind of easy to kill someone that you're living with and is, you know, sleeping right next to you. Otherwise, you know, if it's a random person, they're probably running away, trying to dodge the bullets. Like, there's just nothing to be proud of here. All right. uh, He's entered a plea of not guilty by reason of insanity. I guess that's the update here. Burke, 45, shot his wife three times and confessed later the same day, telling investigators during questioning that he had a neurolink implanted in his brain at a hospital in Grand Rapids. He said that other people could read his thoughts. Burke told police that he was, quote, getting messages on his tablet device from QAnon members. I wonder if this is like a Gail Cord Schuler thing. You know, Gabrielle Channa, the woman who had sex with Jesus. She's nutty and uh, people online kind of mess around with her. They send her messages as Jesus or Satan or Brent Spiner. It's a pretty mean thing to do on one hand because the woman is mentally ill. However, they're also very good to Gail. Like they uh, raise money to help her. You know, she, she needed to move because she was getting kicked out of her apartment or they were raising rent or something. And so Gail needed to move out of state. And uh, these guys raised money for her. I mean, it's the least they could do, I guess. But they do help her out when she needs it, you know? Anyway, maybe the same thing is happening in this guy's case. He probably has it posted all over his Facebook profile that he's a QAnon crazy. 
And so people are Facebook messaging him, pretending to be Jesus or Satan, officials with the CIA, whatever. Burke told police that he was getting messages on his tablet devices from QAnon members telling him his wife was a CIA asset who was involved in a sex trafficking ring. It's always a sex trafficking ring. Uh, And he needed to kill her. He also said that President Joe Biden had twins, a daughter and a son, and that the son had a sex change, and that's who his wife was. Okay, you know what? Maybe we didn't read this news story. I don't remember Joe Biden's transgender kid being a detail in a news story we've read on the show already. All right, uh, Burke was ordered to undergo a competency examination conducted by state forensic psychologist who found that he was not criminally responsible for his actions at the time of the murder. The result has been accepted by 29th Circuit Court Judge Shannon Schlegel. What a great name for a judge. You know, because it kind of rhymes with legal. Ah, legal Schlegel. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, I love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks hang out. They chat, share links, watch shows together. It's a whole community. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com if you want to join in on all the fun. All right, let's check in with a few patrons here. Hey, Team Vu, uh... You are deep four twenty here. I was just listening to your uh, uh, Thursday episode, and I believe the stuff that you're talking about that uh, used to be legal, but used to be because it's not anymore, at least not in Canada, is uh, salvia. Yes, salvia. That's what I was thinking of on the sideshow exclusive program. I could not, for the life of me, remember what the name of this stuff was. That drug that was legal here in the U.S. That shit would, like, fuck you right up. It was a major hallucinogen. Yeah. And a lot of people, when they take it, they fucking drool, and they couldn't function properly, and it was pretty hilarious. I tried it myself. I had a pretty fucking good trip, but I can't find it anymore. And if anybody knows where to fucking order some, like... Yeah, you know, I'm thinking a, that it's uh, been banned in, in most states Message in the voicemail point. line or send me a PM on, the, on uh, Reddit. Yeah. Or not Reddit. Fucking. Uh, yeah, let's deal some drugs in the Discord. It's, uh, <laughs> Discord. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a great idea. Uh, love you guys. Uh, so I'm looking this up right now. Salvia uh, was made illegal in Ohio as of April 1st, 2009. Hold on a second. I don't believe that. Anytime April 1st is the date. Let me see here. I don't believe it. Let me go try Wikipedia here. Ohio. Oh, yeah. In 2000. Nine, it was passed that it's a Schedule 1 drug. I think with a Schedule 1 drug, you can be fined up to like $5,000 and, uh, you know, go to prison for up to a year. California, it's legal with age restrictions. A lot of the Midwest and South have uh, criminalized it. Most of the West, it's still legal to do salvia. It's like New York is legal. I guess that um, I guess that salvia that was shipped to me must have been in like uh, 2007 or 2008 before, before the uh, you know it was criminalized or whatever. I don't have it anymore. It's, it's packed away somewhere. Hi, Tommy Bo. Hi, Freak. maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's Unicorn Hamps checking in. I just wanted to thank you. For Come find me, pigs. It's a great week of shows. I really enjoyed that throwback. That PBS. That I oh. think it was the. Tuesday show. Yeah, at the beginning of Sideshow exclusive programs, I do a little, you know, like, this is a Distorted View Sideshow exclusive with some 
music playing in the background, and I used some old PBS thing. The Sideshow exclusive. It started with the PBS. Yeah. Man, I didn't hear that in years. And it started off with a very musical DV Monday with Tiny Tim. I think he was at a WrestleMania one time. But best of all, there's been a lot of racism. It seems like what? pretty much after 20... I don't know, pretty much after, like, 2016 and on, but pretty much, like, especially after 2020. Uh, it's like a golden age of uh, racism and uh, public freakouts and yeah. plane rides and everything like that. Do you ever think there's, like, a... And the whole time of DV, that there was a golden age of uh, granny porn, fisting porn oh. throughout the years. Hmm. Anywho, uh, since it was a musical and also a sextastic Tuesday, I remember the Obama and uh, Abe Lincoln sextastic yes. Tuesday. We did a Biden-Trump uh, sex story. The presidential, because President's Day's coming up. I decided to come up with my own little song to end the week. Um, this better be good or you're going to get a train wreck. It's a newer song and I just added my own lyrics. It goes, uh, go easy on me, Tim. I was just a child. My butthole is too small for you. Um, I didn't get a chance no, no. to choose my partner, baby. The whistles go woo-woo! You get nothing! Absolutely nothing! Oh, no. Bye-bye. Dear God. All right. One last chance to redeem the voicemail segment. It all comes down to you. Hey, Tim. Uh, this is Bongizilla. Um, I was just calling uh, not to talk to you at all and not to say anything right. to you, but I wanted to say yeah. to Mao Dib, get back in the Discord, man. We miss you. Come uh, fight your demons in the Discord like the rest of us do. Yeah, that's about all. All right. Uh, whatever. That was not directed at me. I'm not sure who that was directed to, but uh, whatever. Let's just, uh, you know, admit this voicemail segment was a failure. We'll try again tomorrow. Do better, freaks. Do better. Right, that is all the time. See, this is your segment, right? I, you know, I, I have to take care of the first fucking 40 minutes of this show. You're put in charge of the last you know, few, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. And uh, I got to say, you're, you're kind of a letdown. All right. Uh, again, do better. That's all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys steam me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD as in oh god Fortunately, we caught it within a half an hour after Satan impregnated me. How about, oh, God, I want some quality voicemails for a fucking change. I'm just kidding. I love you. And I love you and your shitty voicemails. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Now would be a great time to sign up. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
Jim Henson's mother. How about you, honey? Good. Oh, my honey, let me tell you something here. I'm sure it's better now. Uh, uh, uh. What you need, honey? Please sign up for the sideshow. What's that? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how to put it, though. Honey, you ain't got to try too hard with me. I'll just tell you what. Get on top, girl. Oh, uh, you ain't got to try too hard with CB. Okay. Get on, honey. I don't want to be nasty here. You see that number you just called here? Yeah. Call it again at the end of the show. Oh. Maybe we can do some things. I don't want to do that. I just want to help you, honey. Don't you think nasty now. Listen here. What? I got the goat. But I, I, I tell you what. Call the show. I will more than happy to talk to you again. Hey, that's great. All right. Mm-hmm. Honey, enjoy your weekend. Okay. You sound so sweet. I love you, honey. <laughs> uh-huh. Touch yourself on me tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to go. I got to go. Don't let my baby go hungry on the street. Oh, okay. Sign up now. I will do that. Superfreaksideshow.com. What you want to do is get the hell off my phone. Don't call here, him. Ladies and gentlemen, if you watched the show before, you know that there's some fools calling you. Wasting time. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.